0: Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Meet Hope Podcast. And I'm here again with Randy Peterson. Hello, Randy. Hi. And as Randy knows, and the listener, you're going to know in just a moment, that we are continuing our Advent series where we're looking at some stories from the Christmas story, some characters, excuse me, from the Christmas story. And last week, if you didn't listen last week, we talked about the star, the that 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 uh um uh Prop that's in every Christmas (laughs) presentation, always hanging from the ceiling, uh, and kind of an unsung hero. And so, if you haven't listened, I want to encourage you to go back. But you can't have a star in the Christmas story without someone to see the star. And uh, if you've ever been to any children's Christmas show or any choir presentation at Christmas time, you will know that there will always be kings. Uh, Sometimes they're called wise men, sometimes they're called magi. and so we're going to be talking about those things for the next few minutes. And uh, Randy, thanks again for being here. Uh, so I want to read the scripture from Matthew chapter two. Uh, it says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. And then it says about that time, some wise men from Eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. All right, Randy, who are these guys?
1: Well, throughout the ancient world, there was this uh, this practice in royal courts uh, that kings would have advisors. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it still happens t- today that every every head of state has a bunch of advisors around them helping them to figure out what to do. Uh, in the ancient times, these advisors were often called wise men or Magi. Magi. And, um, they were. Uh, sort of a combination of spiritual advisor and practical advisor mm-hmm. uh, and and sort of the spiritual part of it kind of spun off uh, so they would interpret the King's dreams mm-hmm. we have that with uh, with Joseph in the Old Testament who oh. interprets the, the dreams of Pharaoh right okay. we have that with Daniel in the Old Testament mm-hmm. uh, d- interpreting the dreams of uh, Nebuchadnezzar uh, and a vision that Belshazzar has uh, so this this was common for these magi to have spiritual input into the lives of of the kings, mm-hmm. uh, they would also study the skies, and they became astrological okay. experts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had different meanings of what they saw in the sky. And they would, uh, they would tell the king, you know, the signs are good for you to start mm-hmm. a new campaign and mm-hmm. go and kill your neighbor or whatever. Uh, I mean, this is what <laughs> happens. Acquire new HN lands. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so some of this was, I mean, when I say spiritual, I don't, I don't certainly doesn't mean Christian doesn't mm-hmm. mean godly but in some cases they they may have been in tune with the God the Creator God mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and so and certainly in the case of Joseph and Daniel we find that that they
0: were and so so, so yeah. they were probably part of a royal court yeah and they uh, were advisors to the king yeah or a king
1: but they weren't kings themselves and okay. that's so uh, okay. we say uh-huh. we three kings of orient are bearing gifts and so on uh they uh, throughout christian tradition we've said here are the three kings and mm-hmm. there are partic- particular christmas traditions that talk about the kings there's nothing in the scripture that says that they were kings they were Probably associated with a royal court, mm-hmm. and there is some question about where they came from.
0: Right, um, yeah. but hold on, because you said something. We're yeah, going to get to yeah, where yeah. they came from, but you said there may not have been three.
1: Well, there <laughs> uh, there may not have been three. There there may have been two. Okay, we we know there were more than one. More than uh, one, plural. Okay. But there's an old tradition that says there were twelve of them.
0: Really? But
1: okay. That's you know way too many to put in your Christmas pageant. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because
0: the king is always the last position to that, that you hire on. I yeah. think. <laughs>
1: that's right, <laughs> and they don't have to say much. So they right, just kind of yeah. walk okay. in in their right. costume and give the gift. Yeah. Um, All right,
0: sorry, I, uh, I I took us down that path. Uh, but yes. but you said that but, where, but, where they come from.
1: Well, well, I do. Uh, so the, they brought three gifts: mm-hmm. gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And that's and, why and, we assume yes, three. Exactly. G- oh, right. So, okay. so the three, but that has—that's a really sturdy tradition in mm-hmm. the Christian Church. So they've even named them, you know, Caspar and Belfazar <laughs> yeah. and Melchior. That that in medieval times, uh, as they did. Christmas pageants. They said, "Okay, three gifts, three, three kings." kings uh-huh. and so here's the the story. But that's not from scripture. We uh-huh. don't know how many of the Magi there were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just know they brought three three gifts, okay. and uh, so they may have come from. Uh, Arabia, that's one theory, because frankincense and myrrh were substances that uh, from plants that grew in Arabia, Uh and that was the source of them. However, those substances were traded in right. you know, throughout uh-huh. the ancient world, and so it might have. In, in fact, they were rather expensive, and so it might be that somebody mm. in Persia or Babylon would have picked up mm-hmm. uh, some frankincense and myrrh at mm. you know at a high end mm-hmm. market or something, yeah. and uh, and have had it available. My best guess is that they were from the territory of, of Persia or or Babylon, both of uh, of which. They're right next to each other, and they had a tradition going back to Daniel mm. of uh, of having magi Mm -hmm. there. And, um, and so I, that's where I would assume they were from. They talk about, uh, there's a word there, uh, from the East that, Mm -hmm. that they came from the East and that would Arabia would work there, but so would Persia or Babylon Mm -hmm. there. And it might've been India uh, for Mm -hmm. all we know. Uh, it doesn't specify where they came from, but my, my best theory on that would be, uh, persia or or babylon
0: mm. so so why does matthew include or what what do you think as a reason for why matthew would include the wise men in his telling of the christmas story
1: i think matthew was Ma- matthew had an agenda
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i mean he was telling the jesus story mm-hmm. and and jesus was just amazing and there's a lot a lot to say about jesus but One of the things Matthew was particularly interested in was the way that Jesus was enlarging the kingdom of God, Mm -hmm. that Jesus was welcoming in the... The outcasts, yeah. uh, the foreigners, the outsiders, the people who were really rejected by the religious leaders of the time, the mm-hmm. Pharisees, and mm-hmm. so Matthew is has a lot of stories of the Pharisees in opposition to Jesus and Jesus trying to pry the kingdom open, and the Pharisees trying to slam the doors, mm. and um, that you know if you were an outsider, they didn't want you, but Jesus kept saying no, outsiders are this is what. God is about. Right. And, um, and so that starts for Matthew right, right at the beginning. The first chapter of Matthew is something that people hardly ever read right. because it's a bunch of names. It's, yeah. it's, it's the family tree yes. of Jesus. And so um, you go through those names, and what's fascinating is that there are, only, there are four women mm-hmm. in that uh, listed. Uh, everyone else, male. But yes. but four women are part of Jesus' family tree. All four of them have something that makes them an outsider. Mm-hmm. Some scandal they were involved with. There are a couple of foreigners. Ruth was from from Moab, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Bathsheba is actually mentioned as the the the, the wife of somebody from uh, uh the of Uriah the Hittite mm-hmm. uh, from another country. So these were outsiders, foreigners, right? Uh, that were part of Jesus' family tree. And so then you get to chapter 2, and suddenly we have the Magi showing up from outside, from from the east, Uh coming all this way to worship the king of the Jews. And so it seems to me that Matthew is saying, look, the whole world is coming to worship mm-hmm. Jesus that this is a big deal for you and uh, for for anyone who trusts in Jesus that you're part of a world thing not just a Jewish thing. Yeah. And so he's prying open that world for for outsiders.
0: And I wonder this is a, we didn't uh, talk about this in rehearsal but um, I wonder if Matthew having been a tax collector and having become an outsider if that wouldn't also play into why he would make that Uh, makes such an important point in the very first chapter and into the second chapter. That's a really good
1: insight. I I think that's probably true, that that he was... Um, (laughs) he was on the receiving end of insults from the Pharisees. Like to be on the to be on the wrong side, yeah. And he Mm -hmm. was treated as an outsider himself, and so he was especially tuned in to the idea that the Jesus event, that Jesus appearance on earth, his whole ministry from the very beginning, Mm -hmm. from his birth, was something that was opening up the ways of God to. Mm Outsiders, yeah,
0: and so you know we end this uh, episode, uh, last one, and we're going to do the same. As, 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 so, what's the so what? So, w- why why the story about the wise men and Matthew include them? Why would that be important to us in the twenty first century?
1: Well, you know, this is a especially an important question uh, here at Hope Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I had the privilege of being part of the original core group. I was here at the beginning. And from the very start, we were a church that didn't want to be just another place for churchy people to go to. Mm -hmm. We were especially reaching out to the outsider. If you knew nothing about church, great. Come on in. If you have any kind of question about God, God wants to meet you. And we know you want to meet God. And so this is a church for outsiders. And Rick, when you, when you came to Hope Church, you just fit perfectly into that because you have a heart mm-hmm. for the outsiders, for the people who don't, don't conform to the ways that people expect church people to act. No one here does. Yeah, uh-huh. And so right. um, this is our ministry here at Hope in this community to reach out to people who would, would assume that they weren't welcome here. Well you are welcome Mm -hmm. here. So please come. Please please come and share the presence of Jesus with us, because Jesus specifically reached out to the people who weren't the churchy type, weren't the religious type. They didn't have all the right answers, but they had the questions, and Mm -hmm. that's what Jesus was looking for. So if you're an outsider out there in podcast world listening to this come on in because yeah. uh, because that's this is what Jesus is all about
0: and you know I would I would echo that and say if you are an outsider or if you ever felt like an outsider you can you can uh, maybe the Magi could be your avatar uh, right that's your <laughs> you, they they're your <laughs> they're your people right because yeah. they're outsiders who were welcomed in uh, flawed people who are part of the plan to redeem the world. And so, uh, yeah, Randy, great episode. I loved the insights and I hope you all, uh, listening did as well. And we'll be back next week for our final episode in this, uh, Advent series. So thanks Randy. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of the hope community as we continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at MeetHope.org or find us on socials at Meet Hope Church.